Six, 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 three, two, one. Yeah! Ah! <laughs> yeah, it's another time. Another planet. <laughs> we got so many loved ones. We got this will really open up an episode, right? You got millions of what are you talking about? I don't know. Front door, but there's freaking nobody like them. Like them, that's right. <laughs> Come on over. Yeah, I guess. The episode of the year. Thanks for coming on over, everybody. Jeff Morrow, Emily Morrow to my right, Hello. your left. <laughs> you're what? You're left. <laughs> Don't people say that. Like you're right. You know. And then, to my right, you're left. Oh, okay. You're to my right, yes. and you're left. I like that. To the I'm, listener. I'm going to use that more. We are handling some business today. Oh, so much business. We have so many requests after the Vanderpump Rules scandal fallout that we somehow were entrenched in. Well, not, well, you know, kind of. It was so bizarre. The timing was insane. I'm texting back and forth with Tom Schwartz, who was our last guest on the last episode, a day before all this drama unfolded right before our eyes. Yikes. You know what? I, I was wondering, the, the, the question I asked myself, and go back and listen to it, if you're not involved in this uh, Vanderpump Rules on Bravo, this scandal, I get it, that's fine. We are, so we're talking authentically about it. Because we're but, authentic. And that's what we're doing. That's the new motto. But Emily, did you think that Tom would have canceled if this dropped, this news dropped? I bet he would have canceled. I, I, I believe he yeah. would have canceled. And I and I get it. You know, how, how would you avoid that elephant in, in the virtual <laughs> Zoom room? Jeffrey. Oh, my God. I, um, I'm drinking my Calm uh, down. 365 brand lime sparkling water, which is very effervescent here. Mm. But I do. I was complaining about this on the way out of the office today. I have a very terrible canker sore. So oh much sore that I like spent ungodly amounts of uh, money to to Instacart some, you know, canker gel wow. that hopefully will be <laughs> delivered in the next hour. It's keeping me up at night. Oh, God. I'm so Not sorry. Not only Scandoval keeping me up at night, but this, <laughs> this canker. This flipping canker sore. On my inner lip area, Ooh. it is like I'm waking up in pain from a canker sore. Oh my God, and you know that means no smooching. No, I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to give it up for. I gave it up for Lent. I told Sarah, "Get your tongue on my mouth, woman." You know, I believe in giving stuff up for Lent. I know. This year, it was tongue kissing you, baby. Wow. Girl. Um, so we're gonna talk about the VPR scandal. Our take on it. Yeah. Our hot take. So hot. Uh, we're also going to answer some normal IG Q&A questions that, unfortunately, we've neglected over the past couple it's ha- weeks. It happens. Because of guests and things of this nature, us going along, talking too much. Yeah. Um, and we have some leftover food IG Q&A from that IG post I did several weeks back from our Ask Us Anything episode. Boom. Still fun one. Yeah. Emily, let's write Baz Nass. Talk to me. <laughs> Hooker. What? <laughs> sorry. I, I don't even know. Did I call you a hooker? You did. So sorry. God, I haven't been called a hooker in so long. Well, let me let me let me <laughs> ease your pain with this one. Oh. All right. How was your week this week, Emily? I'm gonna start. Fine, I'll go. Okay. Well, I don't mind. I'll hear. start. I'll. I don't care. I'll tell you how right, my week was. You this tell week. me. I'm gonna start, Emily. Do it. Pretty fun, tame, handling business weekday. 
weekend. We saw our friends, the Hans, that we love on Saturday. We had some pizza, mm. which I was banking points from. So I'm doing this reset all week through the week, eating very clean. So I was excited about pizza, and that that made my weekend. And then Sunday, we ended up having my my parents over, Pam and Gus, as well as my in-laws, Alice and Paul. And then super special, not a last-minute guest. It happened a couple days before Sunday, but we had um, Ann Burrell and her husband, Stuart, who were in town for a christening. Oh. So, you know, we worked this uh, kind of parents' family dinner into, uh, you know, Ann Burrell and her husband, Stuart. And I made a big Mexican fiesta. Ooh. I made carne asada using, of course, our moral provisions, uh, certified Angus beef. Oh, of course. Uh, skirt steaks. Delicious. Outside skirts. The only way to taco. And, of course, some carnitas, which I think I've developed the quintessential carnitas at home recipe, which will blow your mind. Oh. So good. And I did all the all the sides and the fixings and the coutrement and handmade tortillas that I got from the taqueria down the street. All this stuff. It was wonderful. And everybody drank and danced. It was a wild Sunday. Wow. Anne does not do anything lightly. Mm. If you watch her programs, she is uh, just a joy to get down with and eat and drink. And her husband, Stuart, so lovely. And she was so kind to the in-laws and our parents. And it was just such a fun night, but it was like a Sunday that I'm not used to. Mm. Uh, and I, I paid for it for the next day. And then with daylight savings and Sunday, Ooh, I woke up triple whammy with daylight savings. Yikes. Uncle Neil was picking me up 523 a.m., which was now <laughs> no. really 623 a.m., but felt Oh, in the in in my internal circadian rhythm, it was five twenty three a.m. and I went and played tennis. And I was just so tired, and I didn't stop all day with the prep and the cooking. Oh, God, and I was Jeff. just done. And I it took me to about Wednesday to feel normal again. So, so you are feeling normal now. Besides my canker sore. Oh, so goddamn that canker sore. You know, I think I got the canker sore by being punched in the mouth. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. Because I had my first official matchup sparring session <sighs> last Saturday at Ferrara uh, Boxing Club. Where I went against a uh, a Greek warrior named Nick from Elmwood Park, of course, who had a years on me, Emily, mm-hmm. thirty one years old. I am forty four. He was a little. We get a little more weight on me. We're about the same size, and we did six rounds, full headgear and mouth guards. Oh my god! And I walked away unscathed, or I thought unscathed, until this this, who know, this herpes developed. Oh, it's uh- I'm sucking face with chicks all over town. <laughs> Every dark alley and well-lit alley, I'm ready to make out. <laughs> this is what you get. It's either boxing or making out. I don't know which wow. one it is. Wow, two ends of it's the coin. It's not a cold sore, by the way. No, I've no, never had I know that you, you called it a herpy. Yeah, well, I think it's some form no, of herpy. No, I think it's a sore of oh, some sort. I feel so like big. there's it's some like, sort of a deficiency. Don't, don't those arise if there's a deficiency of some sort? No, they arise because you. it's, it's a scab inside your mouth. It's if any doctors out there, I guess we can call Uncle Dave, who's a dentist, and get his take on it. Wh- whatever I, and, but Nick, my sparring partner, I did give him a black guy, and his shirt was full of blood from, oh, and my wow, gloves had Jeffrey. blood on him. I won. That is awesome. Coach didn't tell me I won, but he said I did very good. Well, congrats, Felicidades. Hey, thank you very much, mm-hmm. um, Emily. Tower to week. Well, towers your week. Well, I've been personally very consumed with this. With food. No, with the <laughs> Vanderpump Rules scandal. Like I have been, like my screen time is off the charts. I've been, I've been reading everything. I've been on Reddit. I've never been on Reddit. This is before. not on company time, obviously. No, this is no, not during company. Not hours. at all. Not <laughs> at all. 
but I'm listening to podcasts I've never listened to. Oh, wow. And by the way, ours are ours is so much better produced than a lot Isn't of it? these ladies like, and gentlemen. Like these people who have like huge budgets and stuff. And I'm like, why is there so much dead air? Listen, I got please. I'm stopping. I'm stopping <laughs> it all right now. All right, what do I need everybody to do right now? Is wherever you're listening, Spotify, Stitcher. Apple Podcast, go right now and just give us a rating and a nice review. A lot okay, of press. Have. I know, but I, I want that in the thousands as it deserves. Because yes. I have, I do listen to a lot of podcasts. Now, granted, it's only true crime, which yeah. are generally well funded and well produced. But well, yes. So you're telling the audience out there, same maybe maybe same demographic to a point that this is the this is the bee's knee. This is the tip top. Yeah. Well, comparative. I'm, well, in ter- terms of like production value and just how it is overall but like mm-hmm. you know a lot of these ones that are people talking ab- about like the bravo universe and stuff a lot of them you know they, they definitely could use some tightening up here and there you now know? from editing standpoint or just in a broadcasting standpoint they're not or, good talkers not good talkers um these are the like the off oh. ones i've been listening to the last week all right but they're getting but hits like, i bet because of this scandal oh, of course and i <laughs> and you know we we got a bit more hits because we had tom schwartz on it wasn't a ton more. Why can't it just be a ton? But Why still, can't you just lie to me? But anyway, I, I have been consumed with finding every little morsel of information I can uh, on this scandal. And what's your theory right now? Okay, I think <laughs> this also came up while I was in a deep rewatch of the entire series. Uh. So it's just they're just assholes they're selfish assholes okay uh, the, between the raquel or rachel because her real name is not raquel and tom sandoval i know you're supposed to open for his band which i don't know if that's a good look for you at this point i don't think so i, I think don't we know taking over as all his bookings maybe no but it's hey, hey. I, and you know what i've seen them perform it's it's like your your voice is tenfold Better. Really? Oh my God! Yes. But he's like the—he's got that rock star persona. He'll do shirtless stuff. But it's a little He'll, cheesy. It it's is. not authentic. It's, you're like you're you're. Dude, I've been entrenched more. in rock and roll since I was born. Damn it! I've been in more bands than freaking, you know, Lou Lou Reed. No, stop! I love Lou Reed. <laughs> but I probably have been in more bands than Lou Reed. I'm just saying. Thank you. That's a nice compliment. No. And also, like their song selection, not crazy about. They do like. Like the cheesy wedding songs, you're like, I've yeah. heard this a billion times. Yeah. You're Jesse's girl. Everybody's working yeah. for the weekend. Like, Never sh- a jewel bagger. No, too. no. Not a chance. No. And that's the thing. That's why, in theory, actually, you would be a great opener. But I don't think because it is. I'll still open for him. I don't care. Let across me, a crowd. Jeff, I let me crowds. explain why this would not work. Oh, no. Because he is a textbook narcissist. Yeah. And you are better than him okay in performance wise so why would you have an opener come on doing what cover songs you are you have a better song selection you have you're a better original yes you you are a better vocalist obviously i mean it's just honestly it would be a bad move on his part to allow you to open for him would i be able to get a pass if he doesn't know the uh, the breadth of my talent and frontman capabilities. We just open for him once. Oh, exactly. Then he won't invite us back. But then we get you know we oh, get the word out there totally. And then the so, booking agents in the back with the cigar. He's like, Argh. oh, I know. And he's like, oh, see something in him, yes, sonny my, boy. We're not used. To, I don't want to sell out. I'm not selling out. My music's my music. And the guy hands me his business card, and I like rip it up and I put it in my 
in my seven and seven <laughs> and I walk away with a ciggy hanging from my lips. It's like Daisy Jones. It is like, which we we'll will talk about that. We moment. certainly will. But yes, so that's my take on it is that just, just they're, they're assholes. All right. And um, I do, from stuff I have heard, stuff I've read, listened to, et cetera, it sounds like Tom Schwartz knew like perhaps one month prior to this coming out. There are some people who say he's known for a lot longer. Um, I think that he was a pawn in their game. Mm -hmm. Um, Unwillingly, I think probably at first he had no idea. Then he knew and was like, what the hell? But like here he's has this best friend slash business partner of his. So it's like he's trying to be a good friend probably. And then... He's just Keep the like business and going. Can you imagine how it. I would be furious if I was Tom Schwartz? I would be absolutely of course. out of my mind. Be like, you are jeopardizing everything for us right now and for you. And for and he's freaking cheating on his partner of almost 10 years. It's just, it is gross. And but it I, happens 50% of the time, if if not even more. I don't know what the statistics are with a partners cheating on each other, but I'm sure it's pretty astronomical. And this happens, it's just playing out in front of us through the current version of tabloids, which is Instagram, and on a TV show on Bravo, which is a very popular one that just launched a new season three episodes ago. So it's like, really, at the end of the day, this is just normal shit that he's entrenched in, um, and that's playing out in front of our eyes, that everybody's really mad at these people, but this is normal human behavior. I don't think it is. I don't think. Norm- Stop it. No, whatever. That you cheat yeah. on a friend. Like read Reddit. Like read normal <laughs> posts where people are having like relationship problems. And it's like they screwed my sister or like and that's huge. And yeah. then it's just normal shit like the girl from work or the guy from yeah, the okay. fucking gym or whatever. It happens all the time. It's just we are intimately intimately involved with these characters because of Vanderpump Rules. And it's unfolding in real time and we're able to are get really mad at the real people. I hey, you know what? But what a time to be alive. It is thrilling. And this is the happiest those producers. Oh my those god. Those showrunners and uh, Andy um Andy Cohen, the the top brass of the owners of Bravo. I don't know what what um conglomerate they're a part of uh that's nbc universal universe the happiest oh production entertainment people in the business because feasting off the unhappiness of ariana in all the friends in the outrage in the vitriol that they're all saying and all the people coming to the fence of ari like dude it's entertainment you signed up once you hit play on your dvr and once you watch those videos and listen to those podcasts, so you're just perpetuating the bad acting, Emily. Well, and he didn't break any laws. No, there was no criminality. Well, I'm sure I'm not there defending was- him. I've never cheated on. Like I am a very listen. I believe in fidelity, and I believe in monogamy, and all that. And I'm, I'm very able to, you know, genuinely feel that. But these people. They're well, narcissists, Emily, that with TV shows and they got to perpetuate the entertainment because the show is pretty boring up until this morning. And the show has a history has since the first season, since the first few episodes. It's like that's always some part of the storyline is someone cheating, someone cheating on someone within the group, lying, all that stuff. That's the stuff that it's it's a soap opera of yeah. real people 
And I'm sure... It's a tale of this time, Emily. Oh, but man, I, do you know that mom asked me to explain it to her? Oh, how did she... Did it she was, grasp it? How many questions? How many follow-up questions? There was... Well, I wish that the two got like that... I was explaining that the Tom Schwartz that we interviewed was not the main oh, culprit. She, but like, it was just explaining that Tom Schwartz used to be married to her. All this shit. It was just... it. it it was a to, it was an uphill battle, but I think we got there. I'm not yeah, sure. It, did, did that turn in her into a fan at all? No, no, because she's not. never watched the show. She's gotta go back and we're and, sorry if any for all you guys who don't watch the yeah, show. But just I, mean, I had some requests from from some fans asking for our take on this. And my ending take, I know I, I spewed long about, it, but I do not condone cheating. I don't. Likewise, likewise. I, I think and and they weren't married, you know. So that's a whole other thing. They didn't have the vow. Obviously, they've they made owned some, a house they together, own a house to, you know, which is I couldn't even imagine getting oh out of that. Oh, my God. Shit. But listen, I don't condone cheating, bad acting. I don't condone people setting their sights on a, a significant other of a friend. I think that's all bad stuff. But, you know, listen, we're all t- they're winning. And the more these people are losing in their normal real lives, the more everybody's happy, Emily. Hey, all, all of the people's. Hey, all of their Instagram following has all gone up. Yep. Listen, Even Raquel, I don't think, I'm not sure if Tom's I think went yours down. went up. I think you got six new oh followers. Oh my God. Oh, Jeff, by the way, I am very close to having 2,000 followers. Remember? <laughs> Whoa! Remember? I think it was back, back in that. season one or season two where I was that close to 1,000 and now it's been a slow climb. Man. I am, I am almost at 2,000. You got to put, you know. What do what do they call them? Thirst thirst pictures on there. I more. don't do you thirst. You got to do straps. more thirst pictures. Red bikinis. Oh God, help us all! No tiny tiny tushies. Oh my God, I'm I'm like always just wearing all black or flannel in, in my flush. photos, or, or like a chunky oh, sweater. Yeah, chunky sweaters. That's mm, the thirstiest sex shit I've on ever a heard stick. of. All right, what else did you do this week? Dumb, I, dumb. I had another damn baby shower. I had to attend. Uh-huh. I did not. I did not plan this one. Thank God. It was nice to just kind of you know just observe. Not, yeah. Um, but what's funny is, uh, this is, it was my friend Alicia's baby shower. Bye, like, Alicia. That's Felicia. Shut up. No, it was like friends that I was more so acquaintances with in high school and girl, this group of girls I really like. They're really fun. You got it. We were talking about this in the car. You got to really just tighten up your friend group. Well, I don't, I don't like many call friends. Them. I can't help it. We I'm don't a even know. Person. I don't know. We've said this before. I don't know 90% of well, your friends. Well, maybe because I'm so damn popular, Jeff. That's right. That's I cultivate why, relationships. I nurture them. easier as you get older. Okay, well, you know what? These aren't people I call You're every day. You're old now. You're 45. I'm not 40. People, I am not 45. I'm not 45. She's so old. Anyway. She old. My point is, is that I walk into the baby shower fashionably late because, you know, it's a baby shower. And these girls I went to high school with, I walk in, they're like. <gasps> mean girls? No, they're not oh. mean at all. They were like, I walk in, they're like, oh, the celebrity is oh, here. Yeah. And they're like, Emily, tell us everything about Tom Schwartz. Tell us oh, everything. Like they wanted, they wanted the inside scoop. I felt like I was like I was holding court. Really? Just, like fielding questions. Oh, it was very exciting. Know, and no I think feeling. I drew, I, I actually drove some sales right to Morrow Provisions for oh, someone to That's all that matters. Do. That was my they all have, like, question. All these women who are my age, they, I, they already have like three kids now. Like the majority of them have three kids i'm like wow wait i, I do is this right you don't get a if you have one, you get a, a baby shower with your firstborn right you this, get oh multiple? yeah alicia this is this is alicia's first baby right, good. but a lot of her friends here no tell me about it whatever 
But yeah, really. So you were like kind of famous from the interview. A little, a little bit, a little bit. I guess like they were telling me that they were like sending it to each other, be like, oh my God. And I was like, oh my God. It was, it felt nice. But I was like, guys, I'm still poor. So don't get too excited. Yeah. Well, not for long. Closing deals. Fingers crossed. Fingering crossing. (laughs) Okay. Best thing I ain't, Jeff. I didn't even talk about my week. Yes, you did. You dumb, dumb. I I think people want me to keep talking more. No, Um. What was the best? What was the worst? In your week. Oh, thank you, wait this week. Oh, what was the best? Thank you, wait this week. Scrum diddly umptious. I am going to say that it was my carnitas I made on Sunday. Ooh. Like total cheat in the slow cooker all day. Whole big giant six pound boneless pork shoulder fat cap scored it, seasoned it, salt and pepper, put it in there with a couple onions, rough chopped, a cinnamon stick, some cloves of garlic, some oranges squeezed, some fresh orange juice squeezed, and boom, let it rip for about six, seven hours on high. Took it out. This was the day before. Separated the fat cap, took out all this funky stuff, hand shredded it, poured all, separated the fat from the braising liquid, and then kind of compressed it in a pan to hold the next day. So then the next day, all I did was take it in a, a large uh, nonstick skillet with all that shredded succulent meat, right? The fat cap removed, all the kind of some fat poured in it, and just let it simmer on the stovetop till it was golden brown. And then I turned the pan over. So it's like this golden brown dome of carnitas Ooh. you just grab at. And then I took all the fat cap and I slowly rendered them in the oven. So you had like homemade chicharrones to put on top. Dude, Yowzers. I am gifted. <laughs> what about you? Um, mine's a little different. I, I reinvigorated my my Weight Watchers journey again. Yes. You know, as of, you know, how, last... How- Last couple weeks, right? Yeah, three, four weeks going pretty strong. I, I had a rough week in there, but I'm still maintaining all that stuff. Anyway, so I'm, you know, eating on the lighter side, but I had a buffalo chicken salad. Wait, buffalo let chicken me based. explain it. Jesus, though. you're going to have there no is teeth. Sp- no, what are you Seriously, doing? you have zero. T- I already see the, the enamel's oh my gone. God. We, we buy it by the gallon. Um, But there is this place called O'Donovan's uh, mm-hmm. in my neighborhood kind it of sounds like the culinary mecca i can't I wait to learn about but they have like legit the best buffalo chicken salad i've ever had the chicken grilled to perfection oh it's, it's not crispy chicken buffalo style. no 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 it's grilled chicken but like it's just like on a ton of greens it has the carrots in there it has uh celery chopped up really small yeah and blue cheese and they put like a very healthy amount of the buffalo sauce on there naturally and it is and they have some like onion crispies uh mm. french onion it is just it is tremendously filling very robust and where's and this what's it called again give it a little o'donovan's it's on it's like an irving park north center neighbor neighborhood oh um, yeah i know exactly hey, where that's at. anywhere in the city that has a parking lot is my go-to place <laughs> Shout out to Donovan's parking you know lot for all those hey. driving to the North Center neighborhood in Chicagoland area. It's a good spot to go to because then like Mike can get his bar food and all that stuff and eat. What poorly. does he order? 
He ordered some sort of a chicken sandwich. Fried. I think it was grilled, but it had oh, like wow. a bunch of stuff on it. Yeah. You know, with Bakey. fries. But they also, you know, they have a nice rope. You steal a couple of his fries? Of course, I, I always. Do you count those points, though? No, I let those <gasps> dissolve. <laughs> you Come let on. them dissolve. There's, there's certain things. Hey, if I had like a, a big handful, I would. But like sometimes you're like, you know what? I, I still, I got to live life. Emily, yes, you do. To Nobody life. is going to question that you're not living life. That is true. I um, always live at heart. All right, let's do that. Emily, next question. I want to spend time with you watching your favorite show <laughs> with Baby Girl App. One I thing love to this admit, one. I can't find the remote. Have you seen the remote? I looked under the cushions. I looked under the sofa. Stop. And all I see are Legos, coins, and batteries. Stop. I need some help. I need you to take every cushion out. If we can't find the moat, we can't stream of dreams. If we can't stream of dreams, we can't cream jeans. Oh, you're never going to believe it. I found the remote. It was on the kitchen counter. Never give up. <laughs> I forgot oh, about that oh, one. Oh, that one's so I gotta good. I got to clean it up a little bit. Um, there's a couple, yeah. There's a couple weird uh, backgrounds. That's what I'm like, why didn't I... You know, this was still on my, um, you know, whatever my editing software. Yeah. I never transferred it over for a reason. It's well, like not obviously. finished, Emily. Well, um, in once in the song, does it say, what are you watching? Yeah. I don't think, I think it doesn't ask that question. Oh. <laughs> I think it, it's more of a stream dreams no, approach. which I appreciate it. I, you know, it's always good to mix things up, keep people on their toes. I promise one day. Yeah. I'll get back into it. Um, Should we start off with the things we both watched? Yeah, let's do Last of Us, which I oh. finally watched the season finale. Same. Um, What'd you think? Well, I thought it was a really short season, which was I know. a surprise because it was eight episodes. And I was like, oh, man, I want more. Oh, I love it, man. I think it's top. It's it's top tier television. Prestige. Prestige television done well, acted well, two lovable characters. It was a hell of a journey. They threw in. You know, special episodes that gave uh, some dimension to the universe that they built. And it's, I don't know, I'm excited for the next season. I'm all in. Same. Um, I just have like really, I know there's some loopholes in it. And there's some mm. things, timing issues and uh, geographic issues. I'm like, how do they get there? How they, what are I they always want to know the, the part where, what's his name again? The guy, uh, um, Pedro uh, Pascal. What's yeah. his character's name? Uh, Joel. Joel. Um, when Joel was stabbed and like like they're riding the horse and then he falls off the horse and she's like, no. Yeah. And then the next episode or like two episodes later after that, like flashback episode, they're in like some cabin. Yeah. So are you telling me that she got him back on the horse and then they rode there or did she drag him? I was like, that, that is something. She didn't do any dragging. He no. would have to get himself back on the horse. You're right. I know. That that was one thing I had a hard time letting go of. But <sighs> the rest of the, I, I, I just loved the season to death. Um, and what I like about it is in terms of a zombie apocalyptic uh, series, because I used to watch Walking, Walking Dead, Dead up until 
maybe like three or four seasons before it ended because I was like, I'm, this is miserable. I'm yeah. done with it. I'm sick of this formula. And I'm like, why is this so much better than The Walking Dead? It's because they don't linger anywhere for too long. No. You know, when they're in that like town or where all the bad yeah. people are, you know, all the weird ass religious people there. If that was Walking Dead, they'd be there for a whole damn season. Yeah, you're right. And, and I just, like that they're just moving. It's it's they're moving along. I really appreciate that. I uh yeah, I love them both. It's a great duo, a great oh, partnership. So and, great. I, and I'm just glad we get to continue on to another season here. Yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, so Daisy Jones. Oh my gosh. Very caught up on that. It's um, on Amazon right now. It's got issues. What are your issues with <sighs> Daisy Jones? Okay, first of all, Daisy Jones and the Six. It's on Amazon right now. Um, it's, it's based off of a book that's based off of the rise of Fleetwood Mac. 100%. I don't know how true it is like to the story. I, I'm not, I, I need to do a little bit, bit of research, but that's, that's the premise of it. Sarah read the book and was a big fan of the book. So we were excited to watch it. She's like, I think you're going to really like this in the minute. Like the first time I was, I'm like, this is, I didn't know the Fleetwood Mac had, had a, a direct connection to the book, but it's obviously Fleetwood Mac done in the seventies. Uh, using real music, right? Real music of the era, and then combined with the fictional band Daisy Jones yeah. or The Six, uh, music, which, you know, it's always it's always off, right? There's always something off with it, but this stuff is kind of growing it's, on me. No, some of the I'm tunes. like, I was singing, and it's like, oh, we can make a good thing back. Yeah, yeah. And it's not... It's a, <laughs> <laughs> like some stuff like that is that seems like more of a modern song or maybe a song from like i don't know five um, years ago like shallow yeah 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 um sorry i keep thinking lorenzo i heard him come in the side i feel like he's gonna sneak up behind me with a Ooh. horse mask on oh great um, it's another thursday here at the morrow house we uh i like it i like the relationships lead singer it's great. She's great. I love the drummer. He's my favorite. Oh my with the god, mustache. he's 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 a character. I think it's just building up steam. It's becoming a little more, uh, you know, substantial. I think the storyline. I think once we got past the first three episodes, yeah, and then once she started joining the band, and their relationship is growing. And the music got better. Like yeah. when uh, the guy who's the lead singer, when they, it was just their band before her, yeah. I was like, uh, I this don't like this good. music. Yeah. I don't like his voice. But then together, I yeah. was like, She's okay. really singing, right? They're, everyone is really doing everything. He's, he's singing that? Yes, he is. That which, pretty man has that pretty voice? I know. it's And it's it's an okay voice. I like something with a little bit more grit. Well, of course, Emily. Obviously. We're Hello. From the, the soul school Hello. of Hard Knocks here. And that guy is just, I don't, yes, his voice but is a little too. I believe they are all playing their own instruments and singing. And um, Riley Keough, who plays uh, Daisy Jones, is... Elvis's granddaughter. There you go. Must and, be nice. Yeah. Must she, be nice. I know, right? She's like probably one of the richest people on the planet right now. Oh, I know, right? Well, um, she's so she doesn't really need the work. No, and she's got the genetics. I know. Well, Priscilla which could Presley, be a good and a bad thing. Well, Priscilla Presley was in, uh, you know, Naked Gun. All the Naked Guns. <laughs> she's 33 and a third. 33 um, and a third. Was she in the, so that funny. one? Oh, my God. Oh, my I, God. Oh, but what I also wanted to mention is that the other soundtrack of just the normal songs that we know and love is, I was like, wow, they, they really ponied up some cash to did. play. Like, each one of them is like, and they're excellent songs. What was yeah. the song that they played? In My Room by the Beach Boys. Yep, uh-huh. And then Too Late to Turn Back Now by Cornelius Brothers. It's and Sister too Rose. late to turn back now. now. 
I believe, I believe, I believe I'm falling in love. What's funny, though, when we watch it, when uh, Daisy Jones and what's his, Billy, they, they sing together, uh, um, like, Mike always looks over at me because he, like, I don't, he, he, like, can sense that I'm feeling some sort of, like, envy that, or, or whatever, that I'm not. But that's not me. Billy? No, but that's but I I probably mm. have a weird look on my face because I'm like, oh man, in a different life that could have been me or something like yeah. that. And he's like, he's like, is that what it's like when you and Jeff sing together? Oh <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm like, there's no like sexual tension, no, first disgusting. of all. And I'm like, no, th- there's like a certain like. <laughs> We're gonna like, add some songs onto the next show. I'm the Tom. Fest. Oh no, so no, can, no, I don't care about Daisy that. Jones it no, it's more like if I it, like, and also in the '70s, everyone's smoking cigs, yeah. having a great. They're drinking. Dude, all day, all time, every time. Pills, eating, never oh, eating. It is just like, what a time to be alive. <laughs> is, this, is this a Daisy Jones no, song? No, that is... <laughs> I gotta find a proper Daisy Jones song. Let you need know. one that's like... Like need, 70s Yeah, style, 70s right? rock. 70s ro- hard rock. Hard rock. Yeah, 70s hard rock. Come at actual... You can make a good thing bad. Oh, you can make a good thing bad. Oh, shit. Hi. I knew you were going to come in here. Hey, buddy. How are you? Your hair's looking freaking fly, yeah, though. He, he blow dries it every morning oh with the God. Dyson. Good work. How you doing? What's up? Hey, um, hey what, did, what did you think of the season finale of Last of Us? Um, I thought it was pretty good, but a little underwhelming. Kind of. Oh. Explain why underwhelming. I um, I I never played the video game, but I thought it like ended differently, and like the ending I heard of was more climactic. Okay. What would you? Uh, what are you hoping for in season two? Just more of it. I guess. Oh. That's it. Yeah. How many um, uh, super slippery horse masks <laughs> do you give it on a scale of one to ten? Oh, um, definitely a ten. Into the mic, bro. Um, definitely a ten. Ten what? 10 out of 10. No, 10, 10 out of 10 what? 10 what? <laughs> um, t- super, super, 10 super slippery. 10 super slippery horse masks. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Listen to him. What a creepo. Um, well, thank you very much. Everybody give him a round of applause. Woo, I'll add in I some applause. Put the horse mask on me. Um, we love you so much, Lorenzo. We just really, yeah, you can't. How much is it? Why don't you put your own card on the file? Can we do that? I know. I'm good. Love you guys. Love you. I was not prepared for his voice. Oh, was, did it shock you? Oh, my God. It shocked me. Especially like, deep I, into the mic. Oh, my God. I was like, who is that sweet boy? Oh. Okay, Jeff. This is it. Oh, girl, you know I'm feeling everything. I'm walking down the street. I don't like that. No, I don't. That's not good. That's like, I don't need like funk. What about this? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take it. Okay. Ah, look. No, no. Okay, let me one more time. Bring me the maker of the best cheese. I don't know, bring me down to my knees I can't see anything that's in front of me Just bring me, bring me, bring me what I need I'm looking through 
Found it. I wish you I had found some, it into, in, I, instantly. I wish I had some more time to to prepare. Are those Vanderpump broadcasters able to do that? No, I doubt it. Shit. I doubt it I for Sandoval sure. can do that. I don't know. Oh, um, that's a muscle. So you have to develop. Well, okay. So we've talked a lot about Daisy Jones. Okay, I'm gonna go to my next thing. That really the only thing it was busy. Didn't fit in a lot of TV. We watched. I watched it with Lorenzo when he was grounded. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> he's stuck on the couch with me. We, he wanted to watch The Batman. Oh, how was it? I didn't the like it. I think it the sucked. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, it was okay. You know, I just don't like superhero movies, and there was really nothing special about this. Uh, yeah, I hear you. I've never seen it, but I really have had zero desire. But I've seen, like, zero other Batman movies. I think the last one was... So many Batman movies. It's I don't so know, confusing. With, uh, Christian Bale. Oh. How many Batman movies? Whatever. I don't recommend it. Don't. I mean, if you like it, fine. But um, how many um, of the slippery horse heads do you give it? Ooh, I'm going to give it a four. Four what? Slippery. Slippery. Horse head. What did you. Horse masks. Oh, slippery horse masks. Slippery, slidey horse masks. Oh, I don't yes. know. I, I don't know. That, it came out of your mouth. So there is on the very well-produced channel ID. Um, a three-hour-long documentary called Jared from I know, Subway I read about it. I heard Catching some of the, a Monster. I read some of the transcripts of his phone calls with that reporter. It is. First Ugh. of all, that wasn't a reporter. That was a woman who seemed a little crazy. Like, if yeah. you watch it, you know what I mean. Wasn't a complete waste of time. Makes you absolutely disgusted in Jared from Subway. But, like, the fact that this guy... Jared had so much fame that was also pretty perplexing yeah. and then he ended up being you know a pedophile a predator all that you know a monster but um pretty dark pretty dark this resonates because I was you know a spokesperson for Subway <laughs> I forgot and there was like no Jared rule talk like don't I even comment if someone asks about Jared are you in the same camp like it was crazy and this was long after the guy was well there was some in talk. jail but he doesn't he's, he's I mean what do he get 20 years 15. 15 only so he 15. should be out soon right oh, oh god you know i think How he went hell? in jail in 2014 i think that's when he okay. well, i'm pretty I mean, sure it's a little fresh in my brain so whatever that's like he's got like eight more years in there maybe oh maybe Seven. god willing doesn't well, matter he's a piece of shit yeah we, and he deserves a life we don't endorse and if you think you disagree with me don't write me because you're wrong yeah Eat fresh. Eat. <laughs> what else you got? Um, the Murdaugh Murders. Yes. On Netflix. Mm-hmm. Watched it. Watched it. Three part docu series. Like the fourth freaking thing it's I've seen on this. It's the second one. It's Ugh. the second but one. Then they, but the podcast. But, I know. I I listened to much. the podcast. I'd been following it for over a year. And talk about a poorly produced podcast. It, hey, wonderful reporter who was the main person, but it was just like you know. Zero production value. Just didn't uh-huh. flow very well. Just a whole like bunch of dump of information. But this was the first documentary form to 
have people who were a little bit more closer the the, yeah. the kids on the boat paul murdaugh's girlfriend you know like yeah. people's parents all that stuff so you really it was get a better one than the uh more multi-dimensional yeah. there was the hbo hbo max one and one. that was okay but this one kind of knocked it out for me so yeah i give it um i give it 7.5 out of 10 Slippery. Slippery, slidey horse masks. Yeah. <laughs> I he think that's what it was. All right. All right. Oh. On to some IGQ and A, Jeffrey. Oh, and I thought, uh, I don't think I have. All right. We got a little IGQ and A here, Emily. Boom. Let me just pick up the phone for our questions. Oh, yeah. Like that. Ooh. All right. Am I just getting ready to? Yeah, go ahead. All right, we have one from Amy O from New Hampshire. Amy O, our favorite fan from our third favorite state of mm, New Hampshire. Indeed. Uh, dear Maros, though I would never DM Jeff anything inappropriate because I just don't do that. And because part of his appeal is that he is a good family man. <laughs> See, that's why I can comment on the cheaters. <laughs> I know. Go ahead. I wouldn't not look at a Jeff Morrow pinup calendar. <laughs> You know, like the ones that hung in every mechanic shop in every 80s movie ever. Just saying, you the Photoshop experts, please create this. Yours truly, Amy O from New Hampshire. Oh my God, no. I'm going to say challenge accepted. I, I mean, you know my wheels are freaking spinning right now. It's like, how can I be a 12-month calendar? Oh, you know, tied in with the products and everything. <gasps> oh but my obviously God. not scantily clad. Not like the Real Housewives of New Jersey. Oh God, that one. What That was tough to look at. So great. So they're much. Also, they're so red, red and swollen. And oh. everybody's. I, I know I say this all the time, but last episode when they're like gearing up for to play softball, and then that first episode when they're literally glazed up, and so all, it's just too listening. much. They're all gonna pop. They are all giant pimples, and I mean that as as a fan. Okay. okay. <laughs> From Cheryl Van G. Cheryl Van G. <laughs> Thanks for calling, Cheryl Van G. <laughs> Hey guys. Every hour on the oh. hour. <laughs> hey guys, love your show. Two things for Jeff. One, on the kitchen. Get naked. What? <laughs> Stop. One, on the kitchen. Wait, you- hold on. Amy O, do you think she like is this like she she says this because she wants the chance she wants us to produce this? Or is she like, oh, I think I would like to look at a calendar of no, Jeff. And, and, no, she has challenged. I, I believe she has challenged us. We did a whole episode based on her concept. You're right. The very special episode. Very special episode. Yep. About all the very special, special episodes. episodes. All right, Amy. So, like, she's got some great ideas. Oh, so she's uh, she's literally fifteen minutes away from getting a producer credit. On I know. This show. All right, next one. Sorry, Cheryl Van Dree, kick it up. Okay, number one on the kitchen. You were hundred and ten percent correct that a beer battered mozzarella stick is far supreme to Thank a breaded you. one. Same goes for onion. Hundred percent. Number two. Thank you. GD tunes. Does she mean goddamn tunes? Probably Grateful Dead's. Oh, Grateful Dead tunes. Two of my faves that are real foot stompers that maybe the fans of the Jewel Bags would enjoy your edition of. Loose Lucy. New okay. S- and New Speedway Boogie? Yeah. I would do New Speedway. Probably not Loose Lucy, but I mean, yep. I love that. Those are great. Those are great tracks. Hmm. All right, Cheryl Van G. I like it. Okay. We got another from Logan Monty Burke. Er, another one of our super fans. Super he did some original cover art for us Beautiful. as well. It's on the, on, you get your podcast. Hopefully this hasn't been done already, in which case ignore this, but in honor of the latest offering from Morrow Provisions, could you guys maybe do a pizza themed episode? A pizza sode, pizza party, pizza oh, palooza. We're so close. I know. 
Sort of like the season one Crushing Burgers episode. Oh wow, throwback. Deep cut. I'm sure your loyal listeners have plenty of pizza opinions, such as favorite toppings, unexpected combos, how to eat it, even the controversial best style of pie. Just an idea. Logan, we've we've already we've been. It's been. I mean, hey, we we've we we drew it up. We were gonna pair it with a somebody who creates pizza and hopefully gets some sort of a yeah. sponsorship. Oh, uh, we had meetings with this big pizza company. We had multiple meetings. Oh, we pitched yeah. them. We were, you know, and then yeah. they, they I, stole my idea and they they ran with it with someone else. So now I'm a little bad blood with it, but I'm ready to get back in the ring per my sparring lifestyle. And knock it out of the park because wow. this is the really the top episode we have in the back pocket. Oh here yeah, so that it's is coming. Ready. But I just want it to be like a big thing, almost like a live show at a pizza place. Like yes, that's what we're gonna do. I'm we're like, yes, get okay. on it. Thanks. Okay, from Penny Maggioni. Hey, I saw a post the other day that there was going to be a little break in the podcast, and I was oh, so this is from a little while back. Okay, a little break in the podcast, and I was glad because I have been listening in order, and I need to catch up. I started with the How Did We Not Die episode on a car ride on November 2022 and have been listening in order since. I am not an avid podcast listener, but you all keep me entertained and I look forward to listening and getting all of Jeff's songs stuck in my head. You guys are funny, relatable, and your mom is a social worker like me. What more could I want? Oh my God. So sweet. That's not really, that's not a question at all, but you know, we haven't really had questions. We've just had suggestions thus far. Listen, I don't care. As long as it's a compliment, Emily. Hey, Jeff, I got a question for you. Hey, from John C. Hey, I love you. You were wearing a sweater with a pig. I need this sweater. Help. Oh, my God. Rag and bone from like five years ago. Yikes. And I just wore it the other night. I wore it for... Um? No, I wore it when I did... Uh, when when Ann and Stuart were over it. I was making the carnitas. Oh. But the rag and bone little text under the pig is sharpied out because I couldn't display the logo oh, on the show. Oh, gotcha. But yeah, if you can find it, I don't know. And maybe you could you send probably it. probably auction that off one of these days. People love that sweater. Damn right. For cash money, bitch. Um, from Howard Simon. Good afternoon. I'm an avid fan, but not only of your cooking and sense of humor, I'm mm-hmm. a huge t-shirt guy and saw a skull guitarist shirt you were wearing oh. when you made corned beef hash recently televised on the kitchen yeah that was a throwback okay keep going if possible could you tell me how or where you were able to find that one thanks and continued success i don't know that is i a lot of stuff i i i either return or consign after i wear it and that was one of them and i still don't have it because that's like a shirt i it's hard to get away with wearing, you know, on the air and then out in real in world, life. Because people are like, eh, well, this guy's got him. one shirt, one shirt, Sammy. <laughs> oh, that's and uh, let me, let me. Uh, I don't even know, man. Like, let's see if we can Google because it's skulls playing guitar. guitars. T-shirt. Now, listen. I don't. And if it comes, <laughs> wow. There's a lot out there, man. And they are not the one I oh, wore, no. but they are well, much deeper. Well, we'll table that. Well, I'm sorry. I can't, I don't know if I can ever answer that for you because it's long gone and there's like no record of it. <laughs> and now let's get on to Jeff. We have some food and uh-huh. cooking. Uh-huh. We have some food and cooking questions oh, that a bunch of people sent in that we never got to from the Ask Us Anything. Bring it on. Episode. Are you ready? I got the, I'm queuing up the music for real here. Oh, damn Skippy. All right. 
Tell me what you need to know. <laughs> if the devil finds the hole, <laughs> show me how to souffle bread. Devil horns make you need the dough instead. And I'm riding on my steed through the night with thee. And I find a skull playing guitars at the mall. The key sells the drones. The drone is in your zone. The zone is in your dome. Your dome is on the phone. <laughs> Calling up your bitch ass mom. Telling her you won't be home at dawn. <laughs> um, what in there did you say about IGQ&A at all? Nothing. Doesn't matter, Emily. What I said was there, I rhymed like 48 words at once. Give Ingrid. me the question. All right. God, it's never enough. Goes, hello, Jeff. My name is jo- John Kaufman, a big fan. Love John the kitchen. Kaufman. I have a new kitchen product called the Jasper Meat Grasper, a zip tie device for rotisserie of baking that locks and unlocks much easier than cooking strings and is reusable as well. What do you think of something like that? Thank you for your time. Talk to me. It's called the Jasper Meat Grabber. The Give Jasper me- Meat Grasper. Oh, Meat Grasper. Even more alliteration. Jasper Meat Grasper. Jasper Meat Grasper is not coming up on Google oh, at well, all, which then- is never a great sign. Just some weird cartoons, which know. you know is usually in a... You don't want to even get the FBI on that. No, you um, do not. <laughs> meat Grabber did not come up with great uh, uh, hits here, Emily. Uh, okay, so this is something you... It's, it's a zip tie device to... For your rotisserie and bacon that locks and unlocks much easier. Yeah. I would love that, actually. Send it to me. Thanks so much for offering. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if that was But right. I like that. Like, there's almost, is it like a rubber band type? I think that's great. I do not like trussing birds. It's wasteful. It's gross. You get chicken parts on the actual ball of butcher twine a lot. You know, I, it's just a lot of cross-contamination. So something that's washable. I like this. Okay. All right. Hit me up with it. Send, send me a link or something. All right. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, that, that question here. from Meadows We Mice. Meadow. Anyway, from somebody's name that starts with Meadows. Do you have a barbecue recipe for apple butter glaze? Jeff? No, I don't. Okay. Just going to be honest. Just pull that one out of the back pocket next to the pizza episode. Okay. From Aki Heather. Can you put nonstick... Example, calphalon, from the stovetop, then straight into the oven. Not too high of a temp. A, B, make sure you have a oven-safe handle. It's nothing like coated, like a plastic handle. And make sure your nonstick doesn't have any gouges in it or scrapes. Thank you. Next. Um, two-parter question from Emma Sophia Liz. How's Frank? Okay, Frank is uh, uh, recovering. recovering from his surgery. Massive surgery. Massive, massive surgery, and he's, uh, you know, he's doing, he's doing, he's doing okay. He's having a rough time with pain and and coming to terms with, you know, the changes in his body and stuff. But thank you for asking. We're, you know, we're actively trying to, you know, uh, see him and get him out and and do things. It's just, it's it's going to be on his own timeline, which he has every right. And we love him, and I text with him. Listen, we love him. He's going to be as soon as he's his he had first some great. Stop, he also he had some great test results that came back. Yes, yes, he did. Mm-hmm. This is a tough time, but he will get there. Yeah. From over Kyle Art. Oh. I need your advice. <laughs> okay. 
When we originally posted about asking people for questions, we were like, hey, do you have any personal questions? Uh, anything about like, do you need relationship advice? Yeah. Food philosophies, whatever. Like, w- ask us anything. So his question to us was, I need your advice. What are your personal philosophies on your relationships with food? Oh, wow. <laughs> I thought that was going relationships, but relationships with food is a very, it's, it's what consumes my life. Uh, we True. talk about it a lot. I mean, food in, on every level. And in, in my relationship with food is generally uh, throughout the years, throughout my life, it, an unhealthy relationship. So how do you get that relationship healthy? And that's moving my body so it allows me to, you know, feel healthier, which gives me um, a little more onus to pay attention to what I am eating. But I love food so much that I need pizza. I need sandwiches. I need French fries, chicken yeah. wings, all these Buffalo chicken foods. salad. So to break it down... Uh, for you, overly, uh, Kyle Art, I live by the 80-20 rule. 80% of my my, my time, um, 80% of my days, my hours, my week, my month is pretty dedicated to health and fitness and well-balanced whole foods cooked at home. And then the other 20%, I'm drinking a little bit. I mean, some beets, little Ronies, his thing here, a little steak go out you have, you have a bottle of wine you get the appetizer you get the two desserts like if without that in my life i don't like i what's, can't what's the point i cannot give up everything but if i i can give up 20 percent, yeah and stick to it and and that's it and it's like fine and then a lot of times you're you eat that and it makes you feel different or whatever and then you're like okay now i'm back on track tomorrow because i I'm either hungover or I got the runs or I feel like garbage. Mm. Like the body has a way of kind of regulating that. Yeah. Um, if you stick to a good diet. And I've been living that lifestyle now more than ever, at least for the past four weeks and eating really clean. And it's like, like Sunday, you know, I have glasses of wine and all this carnitas, fatty food, yeah. chips, dessert, cookies, all this stuff. And I woke up on Monday and I'm like, I cannot wait to get back, sweat in the gym box whatever i'm doing and then eat you know well throughout the day so that's it man 80 20 80 20 i'm just trying to find some balance so i get to still have fun see that freaking needle on the freaking scale move it's hard i've I've never weighed myself this much you know and i haven't weighed myself this week because i was like it was good it was going in the right direction but then on monday it's like oh my god it's like did i just gain five pounds in two days one and a half days no it's bloat and it's water weight yeah. it's like you know whatever so you got to pay attention to the I do to the um, clothes and how you feel well speaking of Jeff from Noray 30 what's your favorite pizza topping oh, pepperoni yeah same same always I also I also like when there's a little bit of regat a little on regat a on top nice and cold to the hot pizza great from Brian P. McGuire best Italian beef also how do you Lose weight and how do you keep it off? Right, well, 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 that's a two-part. Well, we just kind of addressed that Yeah, part. but the best Italian beef is Moral Obvi- Provisions. Obviously. Obviously. Beef kits. Moralprovisions.com ordered. It's the best. Yes, USDA Prime. It's not even a lie. It's it is the best. the best. I told you, we had some at Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. And it was a freaking hit. It's, and I, every time I have it, I'm like, oh, my God, this is just so freaking good. Okay. So freaking good. What I do. I do Practice good stuff. what you preach. From Wendy Lou 04, worst meal. Uh, like ever? I or? guess so. Well, th- that's all it no. said. It's a two word. Do you want to pass? You know what? You know what I hate, man. It's like undercooked shrimp. Oh, 
Agreed. That like, is I can't. Just... I have one bite, and then the whole meal's done. Mm, yeah. If I see a little translucency in there, it's over. Mm, agreed. And I don't like overcooked shrimp. I like perfectly sh- seared, grilled, fried, whatever. But if you get like one out of four, and it's like it's been on the edge of the pan, eesh. all right. All right. From just me, eight four four one. How long do you keep leftover meat, steaks, and roasts? At two days most. I'm not a big fan of leftover protein in general, but Lorenzo likes Sarah will eat it, you know, whatever. Some like steaks, I think, are the best leftover or mo- ground meats. Always, you know, two days, three days for ground meats. If you're like looking at chicken breasts, it's not going to get after a day. It's it's going to go. It's going to slide downhill quickly. But with steaks, just don't like slice the steak. Like keep it whole. Keep how keep whatever leftover proteins you have as whole as possible, so it doesn't dry out in the fridge. And then you can like dice it up or thin slice it and do a quick saute in a pan. Mm. Don't microwave it. And don't ever microwave like a hamburger patty. It just tastes funny. You're better off like eating it cold, literally. I'm like, like a warm bun. I feel like you're like, you're, you're talking to me right now. Right. Personally. I just feel, I like, I taste the age in meats after it sits in the fridge for more than hours. I swears. It's a sixth sense, seventh sense. Meat detection, old meat detection. But you quoted Sixth Sense Sense to me today, and I couldn't figure out what movie it was from. What was it? Ghost. No, Stuttering Stanley. Stuttering Stanley. From Mary T. 47, where can we buy your pizzas in the Elmwood Park area? They look fabulous. Oh, you can buy them at Caputo's in Elmwood Park. You can buy them at Top Butcher right across the street on Grand Avenue on the Chicago side. You can buy them at the newly remodeled Masa Pizza. Our Masa restaurant in Masa Cafe on North Avenue in Elmwood Park. You can get them at you know Pete's Fresh Market in Oak Park. Why don't we just direct them to the Pizza yeah. Finder, which you can find in our show notes, and you can see, type in where where you're at, and yeah. you'll see what's what's there. It's what's dope. nearby. We got a bunch. Super dope. Several Pete's locations. Um, from Nick Pizzazz. Nicky Pizzazz. I think we've gotten this question before. That one time Katie made deviled eggs and you ate one, did you spit it out during commercial? Nope, never. Yikes. I took it down. Oh, like a champ. Ugh. Gross. Uh, from the real JF Blummed, what is a good entree that you can make the day before an event and just pop in the oven? Ooh, my carnitas. Oh. So easy. Anything in like slow cooked that... As long as you store it in a lot of fat and juice overnight, press that plastic wrap on it so it doesn't air out, literally, dude, you're good to go. Mm, love it. Um, from Amy D, our guy Fieri. Oh, you said it right, Fieri. Our guy Fieri and Bobby Flay, not friends. Oh, they're just... Spill the tea, Jeffrey. There is no tea. It's just that they work on opposite ends of... The country, oh. you, you know, so guy kind of, you know, holds court over the West Coast. Bobby on the East Coast. Jeffers is in the middle. Jeff plays in both sandboxes very well. And I was just with them together at, in South Beach at Alex's tribute dinner. They're on stage together talking about each other. No, it's. Oh, it's kind of like uh, Biggie and. And guess what? Even if I knew they weren't friends, I'm not going to tell you guys. And Jeff or not, <laughs> you know, listen. I'm not there yet. If I was like gunning for, you know, to be the boss, <laughs> fine. But yeah. no, right now I'm keeping I'm keeping my my position solid here. I'm confident. Yes, you are the king of the Midwest. Damn right. Um, from Lori, Lori Buller, 
Is there any savory food that would not be better with jardinere? No. Next. Okay. Kelly Weideman, how do you take your coffee? Oh, you're not drinking coffee right now. You're drinking Normally matcha. Normally black, and now I drink matcha, yeah. I, oh. I've stopped, I haven't had coffee in like four. Oh my gosh. Four and a half, five weeks, I don't know. When I have coffee at home, I do the silk cashew milk. Is very low in fat and yep. calories, and I put that in the uh, the little frother. I love the. Well, frother. put in a little frother, and then you know it makes you feel like a like a special little treat. Um, from a Brussel four one one. Read that finally. Thoughts on plant based? I don't know. I don't know. I don't There's know. Some... I, I'll tell you. I'm gonna be. I'm not. I'm tell not. Me. I'm not trying to be flippant on that question. I'm. I'm just. I am not a giant fan of replacing a one ingredient thing with something that has 40 ingredients in it Copy. to help mimic both flavor and nutrition and not come close to either of them with 40 ingredients. Hear what I'm saying? If you live that vegan lifestyle, fine. If you think it's an impact you know, on the environment, nothing is, is more sustainable than grass-fed, well-run, family-farmed cattle. I mean, True. really, we use every part of that animal and you know they manage the impact it has by moving them and then they their droppings replant the you know fertilize the grass which feeds the next herd that come up it's there's there's so much more into it i'd like to get into in in an episode but i love meat i love beef i believe we're raised to crave that flavor and that nutrition and that protein content so i lean into it and listen i'm not eating ribeyes every night i eat chicken and plenty of fish and shrimp and i got some sea bass marinating with some miso and marin in the fridge as we speak. So I eat everything. I'm just not going to buy more packaged food when I can buy a steak or go into my walk-in and grab my own steaks that I sell, you know? Yeah. Are you? Are you, So are you saying screw you to all the vegans and vegetarians no, no, out there, all, Jeff? <laughs> I think it's great. I eat a ton of vegetables. I mean, my diet is 75% vegetables right now. I'm not hating on veg. I'm not hating on a vegan, but like pre-packaged processed foods, that take a lot more footprint, you know, when, yeah. you, when you come down to it through factories and, and, and labels and ink and glues and all that stuff to put that crap together. I don't know. I don't know. I like the Morningstar Farms. Uh, they have like chicken patties that mm-hmm. taste like chicken patties yeah, that yeah. you had at the lunchroom back in high school. Yeah, I know exactly. It's perfectly and, round. And I, I eat those sometimes and I'm like, this is a tasty little treat. Um, from Color by Glover, too. Oh, Color by Glover. Color me a Glover. <laughs> Your favorite drink. Okay. I like... I like water. No, I think like like cocktail. <laughs> Say, what's your favorite cocktail, Jeff? My favorite cocktail, Emily, and I don't drink like any hard liquor anymore. It's so funny. Um, I drink lots of red wine, uh, mm. <laughs> which I don't know which is better, but I'm enjoying the red wine. I like the taste of wine more these days. I say it all the time. Mm. I love a good Maker's Rye Manhattan with a big ice cube to start out the evening if I'm out and about and we're waiting at the bar for our table or we sit down at the table at a restaurant and I know it's a joint that could make a great Manhattan. Like that to me is my favorite. How about yours, Em? Negroni. Also, oh, also Jenny, with yeah, same. It's just it's also white with lotus. one Not big until white lotus. Why? What? What? Mm-hmm. What? No, but I was saying also with one big ice cube, yeah. preferably round. I'm writing a song right now called "Big Square Ice Cube." Oh, nice! Can't wait to hear it. Um, from, <laughs> Shit. from Mike Roney. <laughs> What would be your last just meal? Just a macaroni. She's a sweet little girl. Remember that Bobby Brown song? No. Roni? 
No, I don't know that one. Queuing it up. No. Yeah, I am. I have to pee, and we're almost done. Stop it. Uh, you're lucky I'm energized for my matcha lifestyle, huh? I've drinking so much water. You don't water. remember Brony by Bobby Brown? No, I don't. I know some other Bobby Shit. Brown champs. Oh, come on, baby. Brony? <laughs> no, I don't know. This this didn't that. imprint on me when I was younger, I guess. I, it didn't make it. Bobby didn't Brown make the something. final cut. Brony. Woo. R-O-N-I. Wow. Tenderoni. <laughs> Jeff, you guys should cover this song. See, nobody's going to know it. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Sorry, I'm, I know you have to pee. What? So what would your last meal be? <sighs> Tenderoni. Oh, okay. Boom. <laughs> Done. I've answered this before. Yes, you have. It's going to be a nice, uh, probably like a tavern-style pepperoni pizza. Maybe half jardinera mushroom just to vary it up. Half pepperoni, well done. Uncut. I want to cut it myself to dictate the uh, you know the crispy crust retains its yes, crispiness. Of and then I would have um, uh, probably like a nice cheese smashed cheeseburger plain, with like a Dunkin' sauce in there, and then French fries, some good ranch, and room temperature ketchup, mm. and a Butterfinger Blizzard. Wow, that's a good that's a good meal. Good last meal. Yeah, and a Diet Coke. <laughs> I would just do, I would do an appetizer sampler platter. Of course you would. Of course, with all the things, all the things. All the things. Jeez How Christ. many dunkers though? Oh, so many dunkers. I want all the sauces. Every sauce that you can possibly think of. Honey mustard, ranch, mm. blue cheese. Um, there's got it's a, some sort of sweet, tangy, yeah, like sweet a, and sour like a, like situation. Because yes, I have mini egg rolls and I have crab rangoon on the, ep, yeah, uh, the, the that, sampler platter. Yeah, you need that sweet and sour deal. Um, I said barbecue sauce, right? Yep. Because that's for the mozzarella sticks. Obviously, I like to, I like to dip mozzarella sticks in barbecue sauce. Controversial, tangy. but it's the Mickey's way when you, when you do Mickey's. Oh, that was, that's why. That is why. If anybody from the area knows about Mickey's on Harlem... It was that, the tiniest little cup, too. Of, so, and I was like, can was I get one more? It was not even an ounce, dude. Was, I'm not even lying. You know, like the two-ounce cups are like normal, like dressing cups? This was a half an ounce. That's oh, what they did. Unbelievable. Stuff. Amazing. Um, I saw a fresh question come in, and we're going to end end it on this Ooh, one, like okay? This. It just it came in to our Ask Jeff at comeonover.com email oh, while we in, were huh? recording at 3.36. Meant to be. Okay. It's from Kate M. Hey, guys. My friend is throwing a party where everyone makes a dish and competes in a bracket. My question is, what would be a good dish that transports easily and would stay at a safe temperature? Or how could I keep it at a safe temperature? Love you guys and thanks. Yeah, because you're not going to be able to use the oven, I would think. That's probably the prerequisite. Yeah. It's very difficult. But Mm. I would go with something that's braised, like my carnitas, you know? Wow, you're um, really pushing these carnitas. Well, I listen, but you want that kind of crispy at the end there. This is a competition. Are there any parameters? You have to give me something. Zero. This is just what I, I'm just, I read everything she sent me. Everyone makes a dish and competes in a bracket. So I'm sure it's anything, like whether it's an appetizer. Or- okay, I don't know what that dish is, but let me give you some pointers. Bring some texture to the party that you can add on the top, right? Whether that's like crispy French fried onions on top at the last minute and pay attention to your serving vessel. There's nothing that skeeves me out. I'm weird about going to parties. It's other people's food. And then I go to other people's uh, parties with other people, you know, with 
food brought in from other people's homes in someone else's house, I'm usually a little, you know, I'm I'm wary. Yeah. Don't bring it in a crock pot, you know, like just sp- that everybody's spooning into. Yeah. Don't bring it in a eight and a half by, uh, I mean, a, a nine by 14 clear casserole dish because that's kind of, you know, pedestrian. Get a nice round. Go to go to CB2. I don't know. Go on Amazon and get like a nice oval, beautiful dish that like lifts up whatever you bring there, you okay. know? And then if you transport it, you know, put it in like a, a beverage cooler if you want to keep it hot, if you're not too far away, you know, maybe get a little torch, hit Ooh, it with the torch. Torch it up. But like something like that, something that's not going to compromise texture on the on the journey. I hope that helps. I think it should. I need time. This is a very intense question. Oh Yeah. And I'm lying. We have one, one very last oh, one, very good. quick from Bandit is Awesome, Rice crispy. Or snickerdoodle. This this person sent the same question like a year ago. This is um, I'm gonna go snickerdoodle, but it's got to be they go. I'm talking top tier snickerdoodle mm. or rice crispy. I, I don't like know. Rice I'd rather crispy. I like cookies more than crispy treats. What do you what do you say? I'm you're going crispy. Rice crispy, yeah. Like maybe with some things mixed into it, maybe some sprinkles. But that's not what she says. Rice crispy treat. But. That's open to interpretation for the recipe. Sometimes those hurt to eat. Aren't they a little... Co- they're if, a little if it's a lot to work out eating a Rice Krispie. Well, it's, it's a crapshoot. Like, if it's like, you know, pretty fresh. You know, fr- I've had different stages of it because, you know, Mike makes Krispies for adults. And, you know, I'll I'll take a nibble every now and again. Well, I bet you have so nibbling I've Krispies had, in that room I've watching replays of Vanderpump Rules. By myself. Jesus, what a life. <laughs> All right, on what? that note, Emily, you <laughs> yeah. get your Krispies, I'll get my snickerdoodles, and we will implore you and ask you humbly to please subscribe, rate, review, and share this podcast with everybody you know. The more you guys listen, and the more you turn other people onto this, the more we will do. That is a Jeff Morrow guarantee. Send all your questions to askjeff at comeonover.com, like if you need some help with some leftovers or what to bring to the bracket all right but yeah look 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 up my slow cooker uh carnitas on there uh i think you'll uh i I think it'll be good i'll put it in the show notes Put in the show notes and i have one more thing to say emily this is very very important i've neglected to say this what this is crazy it's it's gonna blow your mind thank you all for coming (sighs) on over now get the hell out Come On Over podcast is produced and edited by me, Emily Morrow. Jeff Morrow writes all of her original songs. And really, that's about it. (laughs) Anywho, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, We love you guys. And we'll have another one out to you super soon. I I, I forgot the hook. I want to hear it, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this man killed Whitney Houston pretty much. Oh my God. Allegedly. No, they're. Oh,